Together let us pray. Come Holy Spirit. Come Lord, we give you permission to do what you desire. Soul, our hearts. Lord, illuminate the scriptures for us. Convict and console our hearts. Speak for your servants are listening. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. The people were astonished at his teaching, for he taught them as one having authority, not as the scribes. This is important for us to to understand that they were in the synagogue. It's a place where they would go to to receive uh, the word of God, to be taught and formed by the word of God. And so here they are there, and the fact that they are astonished by his teaching shows that there's something different. And what astonished them by it says, because he taught with one having authority. Not as the scribes that taught, but one having authority. And this Greek word for authority actually is exousia. Which means from his very being. But that's what this, this word authority that we're speaking about here in Greek is. He spoke from his being. So there was a different power. There was a different dynamism with how Christ spoke. Because he wasn't just speaking about the scriptures. They were flowing from his very being. And this had a transformative, powerful, dynamic effect on those who were there. So that they were astonished by the difference that it made in their life. I want to ask ourselves the question. How often as we read and pray with the sacred scriptures as we speak about them with each other, as we hear them proclaimed here in the sacred liturgy, are we astonished and feel some level of the authority of Christ speaking from his very being? And because it's important, not that every time we break open the Bible, every time we come to Mass, that there's, there, there's this, re, this experience but if, if we haven't or we're not having some level of like understanding that there is something different about the word of God. There's something different about the teaching that comes forth from the mouth of Christ that, that comes from his being. Then we need to pray and ask the Holy Spirit to open our minds and hearts. So we pray. We pray consistently. Right? Jesus speaks about the different types of soil in the gospel. There's the rocky soil, there's the soil with the thorns and the thistles, there's the path, and then there's the fertile soil. That our our hearts, our minds, our souls would be this fertile soil so that when Christ would speak, we would would understand and experience this power, this dynamism that is there. And when he does speak and, and his word convicts us, that we would not harden our hearts, as the psalmist says today. Today you hear his voice. Right? Like, harden not your heart. 
That if Christ is convicting us about something in our life that he wants to heal, that he wants to change, that he wants to transform, why do we harden our hearts? Why do we close off to him? Because in some form or fashion, we believe that, that we're right and we're afraid to yield to the authority of Jesus. And Jesus' authority, if you take the Latin root of the word authority, comes from octor, it means to cultivate, right? That the authority is not one that is oppressive, but one that comes from his heart of charity. And he wants to cultivate within us the, the gift of his divine life. Christ's authority over us is about us becoming saints, it's about forming us, molding us, shaping us, transforming us into saints. It's the same authority that a parent has over a child, not to oppress them, but to cultivate the gifts that are there. And Jesus' authority comes from his very being, him being the, the word incarnate. Let us pray that as we pray with the scriptures, that as we study the scriptures, that we not just read them, that we not just think about them, but we open ourselves to the Holy Spirit, that our hearts would be convicted, that we would feel his authority, and that we would respond, respond in joy, respond in repentance, respond in asking for him to, to cultivate those virtues in our life. And then brothers and sisters, as we do this, as Jesus is formed in us through prayer, through study, through participating in the sacramental life of the church, then his being comes to dwell within us so that the way we live and the way we speak carries some of the authority of Christ that it might convict others, that our life would be one, not in pride, but from a place of real humility, of recognizing, Lord, I am poor and little and a sinner, and I have nothing without you, and, and Lord, if you would remove your hand from my life, where would I be? But because you are within me, Lord, that there is a grace and a power of your divine life that others see and others are convicted by that. I remember um, my last year in seminary, there was a priest, Father David Kelly. He's in his uh, late 80s now. He, he had come for the first year to, to be a teacher at the seminary, teacher and a spiritual director. And when he got up in front of class or when we spoke to him one-on-one, -on -one, it was just different. We had some incredible priests there, some incredible professors, but it was just different because this man's heart was just configured to Jesus in a beautiful way. So when he spoke, there was a clarity, there was a power, there was a dynamism, and he was a small man, and, and he had... Um, like he, he didn't speak very loudly, but he spoke with a power that resonated from his being with the authority of Jesus Christ. That he was talking about was not just something he learned, 
in scripture class, not just some moral theology that he studied, but that he, he allowed Jesus to form and to live in his life. He experienced Jesus on a daily basis and experienced his own life of conversion. Was he perfect? No, but experienced walking with the Lord so that he was speaking from a place of a biblical knowledge. Meaning it was in him. Let us pray that we would encounter Christ in the same way. Now, whatever way that our hearts are hardened and we're, we're putting up a fear, uh, a wall of fear from the Lord, that we would ask him to break it down. That his authority would convict us through time before the Blessed Sacrament, through praying with the scriptures, through living a life of virtue and participation in the sacraments. And then as that happens, then not perfectly, we're in need of conversion until, the rest, until, until we meet the Lord face to face. But that our life too would carry a certain authority of Jesus. A certain humility. But a dynamism. Because it is no longer I who live, as St. Paul said, but Christ who lives in me. That I speak about him not as an idea or a theory, but as someone I know who knows me and that has changed everything. I can promise you the people who are here who are pursuing the journey to baptism and full entrance into the church in some form or fashion have encountered people along the journey that have spoken with the authority of Jesus. And you have said, I want that. I want him. So thank you for saying yes. And our prayer is that you will continue to say yes. Then more and more in your life, Christ will live and dwell. And then other people will say the same thing as you live. I want that. Because I see him. There's an astonishment by the world by how we live because of the authority, the humility, and the power, and the conviction of Jesus Christ dwelling in our souls.